0: This episode of Verbal Tap brought to you by NogiBJJGear.com.
1: Use the promotional code Verbal Tap15 to get 15% off of your order. Do it! Is the moment UFC fans around the world have been waiting
0: for? It's hitting record. Raph, because you and I are on location at Fight Island. We're not, but mm-hmm. F it. We might as Could well be. be. They don't know. They wouldn't know. Press-wise, weird card orders. I still haven't seen the Mortal Kombat uniforms. It's time for Verbal Tabs show the proofs fighting way easier from outside the cage. You brought someone on again. I did. This is Raph Esparza. Uh, Raph, why do you do this to me with the young and the talented? What's, what's the deal here?
1: you know it's fun to me so i'm entertained by it and then i think it's fun to the audience as well so you know it's not it's not really anything bad here um should we talk about what we need to talk about in terms of sponsorship though real quick absolutely
0: you and i are as happy as we've never (laughs) never been is that mm-hmm. going to make their their highlight reel? The They'll Nogi? be fine. <laughs> <laughs> the Nogi grappling gear. So you and I have finally hit a point in our successful endeavor where we get to talk about Nogi BJJ gear and all of mm-hmm. their amazing equipment. People must have already been. Raph, what's your favorite rash guard?
1: Well, one, I'm excited to tell our guest about in a second when we reveal him because there is an actual T-shirt that says hashtag CoronaWeightChamp. And if you've seen this guy, I mean, I guess he could qualify because he did win an eight-man tournament and he does get the chance to avenge one Craig Jones in a second. So if you would like to go to the website, that is NoGiBJJGear. Go to that.com, and then you can find Corona Weight Champion. And if you want 15% off your order, use the code VERBALTAP15, all one word. Anyway, enough on that. Could you Our please guest today,
0: use the VERBALTAP word? Go ahead, ref.
1: <laughs> Our guest today is an excellent competitor. We are excited to see him compete at Sug Island. It's not quite Fight Island, but could be better depending on how things shake out this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show for the very first time here, one Mason Fowler. Mason, how are you doing, sir?
2: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Doing
1: good. Mason, good. Glad to hear that. Are you in the middle of preparation for trying to rip off Craig Jones's eye uh, as retaliation for what he's done in the past?
2: Yeah, uh, most of the preparation's pretty much finished. Uh, it's the uh, last couple days leading up now. Just a couple more hard sessions, but um, I-, I feel like the uh, the grind is pretty much behind us now.
1: Mm, mm, interesting. Are you excited? Like, where are you on the scale? Because this is a very impactful weekend. Like they picked a very prime weekend to give you for exposure this weekend, sir.
2: Yeah, no, it's great because you have probably the biggest card of the year. Um, huge card on fight Island, the first fight on fight Island. Um, and then you have submission to underground the next day on UFC fight pass. So uh, the good thing about that is hopefully they're going to do some kind of preview during the fight card, which would be amazing. It would be a lot of exposure.
1: Will that be weird if they say your name in the middle of that fight card? Like if you hear John Anik take a moment and go, Of course this one's top lined by Mason Flower versus Craig Jones.
2: Yeah, if Anik does the flower, man, I might just I might just give up at
1: that point. <laughs> it's it's chill, I Small. I might just
2: change my name just so that
1: <laughs> might as well at this point. Fair enough. Well, Mason, I want you to get to know Kevin because I brought you here to take on his UFC picks. But, you know, it's always customary for your, uh, the guest to get to know a little bit about the co-host. So, Kevin, why don't you introduce yourself? And, Kevin, you should tell him up front. You picked him at Submission Underground 14 or 15. I don't remember. Well, yeah, I, that's did, it.
0: I don't want to, like you know, immediately jump in. I wanted to make you say it. I wanted to draw mm-hmm. it out so I, I didn't seem desperate to get Mason to like me. Sure. Because you know how people want to impress these highfalutin athletes with all their Mm -hmm. ass kissery like I had you from the start. But ass kissery switch flipped. Yeah. Mason, I uh, totally, I liked your vibe. I enjoyed the dominance of the first match. I thought you, you pulled kind of a pretty good submission upset on the second one. So I was all in. Do you feel like you're talking to a smarter journalist than you normally do while you're talking to someone who predicted your victory? Well,
2: now I just feel like I'm talking to my best friend. We got a little connection, you know, since you picked me as your Pokemon.
0: Yeah, we did equal parts work. Um, <laughs> on that.
2: I feel like I owe you half the that- money.
0: Honestly. Oh, no, that was I. the fact that I was even taking credit felt felt pretty trumpy of me. So I'll just uh, but the the humbleness you you talk about in your matches kind of comes through because, you know, you get the chance to talk after the eight man. You kind of seemed a little out breath and complimentary of your opponents. But now that you've reflected, how's it feel to uh, whip some ass on one of like the most fun grappling tournaments in a while?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of positives that come out of it. Um, I I was really excited to get a rematch against Roberto because he's beaten me twice in the Gi, and we, we've we never had a match no Gi. Um, and I've really, ever since he beat me the first time in the Gi, I really wanted to, to um, get a crack out of no Gi um, because I feel that I'm a little bit better no Gi, and he's a little bit better in the Gi. Um, and then on top of that, I also am going to, I've earned my rematch with Craig, which um, there was a lot of controversy in the first match, um, and then on top of that, you get a check for ten thousand dollars. So <laughs> there's a lot of like a lot of good things that happen from the tournament.
1: I forgot to ask you, did you do anything with the ten thousand dollars? Do you still have it? I guess that's the first question we should go with.
2: Yeah, no, I just threw it in savings in the uh, the gym fund. I got a little savings for the day I decided to open up a gym, so that way I won't have to like take out a loan or have any investors or anything. I can kind of just do it all on my own.
0: I like your soundness, but this is only speaking to the need to give you some edge. We need to start some rumors, Raph, to give Mason a sure. little like, this isn't going to work for the press. Like, oh, well, I put it in savings. You know, I want to start a gym. <laughs> I want to do it my way. Like we got to get something salacious here. So Raph, I'm thinking I heard $2,000 of it went to a full cocaine pyramid at the Absolutely. after. Mm-hmm. And that he and Chael were yelling, "We're Greek, we're gods," and just went at it. That's what I heard. I can't confirm nor deny. I don't want to talk about my sources. See, that's what you heard.
1: I heard something different. I heard that he went on a three thousand dollar full scale bikini wax so that he can slip off of Craig Jones and build in the next drama for the next rematch. <laughs> uh, he's been doing a really thick
0: skin oil treatment yeah um, it's part of the Wagner we don't want to spoil the secrets we don't nah. any of those true, Mason can you confirm or and I all of them with just one answer?
2: um, honestly, man, if I was a little bit younger then for sure it would have been it would have been crazy. the money would have been gone within a week, but now I'm a little older, a little bit smarter, so sorry no no story for you guys.
1: Mm, not today, but don't worry, the week is young. Monday's headlines will be not favorable to you because Kevin and I have already written them. So I guess like. the the question is now, you know, we're excited about this. Are you even going to get the opportunity? Are you going to take the time to actually watch the fights this weekend? Because I don't know what people do in their prep. And some people don't even, doesn't even fit on their radar. Does it fit on your radar normally to watch UFCs?
2: Oh yeah. Like, uh, last time we watched the UFC, it was a, it was a smaller card, but we watched it the night before in the hotel. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this one's a pay-per-view. I don't really want to pay for it, but I don't really want to like go to like a Buffalo Wild Wings and watch it either. So I think we might just have to pay for it and watch it in the room. I'll definitely still watch it. I don't, I don't want to just like sit there and be thinking about the match the next day all night. All right. It's good to get like a little distraction.
1: How invested are you in Masvidal? I don't want to give away your pick just yet, but this has been a wacky week full of. Headlines. So you had Burns who was in it and then suddenly he was out of it. Then you have Masvidal. Have you been keeping up with the headlines? Are you intrigued by this? Is this a match you always wanted?
2: Yeah, honestly, I'm like, I'm, I'm an MMA fan first. Um, That's why kind of, that's even what brought me to jujitsu.
1: You know, I was doing MMA first.
2: And um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely uh, aware of all the craziness that's been going on and man, I think it worked out perfect because they got all the press, uh, Burns being out, all the press of Masvidal stepping in on short notice. So now I think it's going to be even bigger than if they had originally slated Masvidal as a main event um, to begin with.
1: Now, I have to ask this because I don't cut weight, obviously, but when you saw that Masvidal took a short trip to Italy to get some pizza in route to having to cut weight for this week, where on the Mason Fowler scale of I wouldn't do that to I don't know. Maybe I would do that. Does that fall?
2: Um, I would never do that, but that's because I am naturally, like, I'm naturally big, and it's really hard for me to, to like, get to that lean-shredded look. I I have to, like, starve myself for months any time I cut weight. Um, It's just my body type. Doll, he's always been that way. Like, I've been following him for a while, and he always is, like, eating wings when he's in fight camp. Um, but he used to fight at 155, and now it's at 170. So uh, all the headlines are saying he has to cut 20 pounds, but I, I honestly think that the, he's just saying that. I, I think he's a little bit closer.
1: Interesting. Kev, would you have stopped to get pizza in Italy? 100%.
0: I, I mean, I would have stopped to truthfully try and sample some sort of adult beverage mixed with, like, a <laughs> local hallucinogen. If they put
1: that on pizza, Great. Fair enough. Now, here's an interesting little twist. Again, I know you love Kevin because he picked you, but Mason, there is an element of trash talk that I am going to require in just a minute. So is there stuff that you would like to ask Kevin before we go in and start as a form of cross-examination? It's only fair.
2: Um, yeah, the thing you've got to know before you start trash-talking someone is you got to know what belt they are.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh.
0: Well, I already know, I think, that you're a black belt, correct? Which is, that's... that's... I am,
2: I just don't wear one yet. I wear a brown belt, but I consider myself to be a black belt.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, no, that actually is helpful. Maybe I didn't look at the picture correct. I'm not staring at it. (laughs) Because I saw a purple one in here. I thought I saw a shell of and a little bit of ghee, but sure, okay. Um, I'm a purple belt. But a little bit sharper no gi game than gi game because don't love the pajamas. A grip laziness, I think.
2: Yeah, perfect. As long as you're a purple belt or below, then uh, I'll have no moral issues uh, roasting you on the podcast.
1: <laughs> perfect. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know Mason's roast game. I know that he has sent me notes back a couple times when I put up memes or we've we've said things in jest. But I, I don't know your your personal roast game. Are you a person that normally roasts people when you roll, or where does it start and stop yeah, you with
2: just, you? You've got you to ask every purple belt
0: that's on our team. <laughs>
1: well, that sounds like I need to do references, and it is too late to do that. <laughs>
0: No, I'm I'm it's willing to call all of them. The you know, I want names and numbers, Mason. Give me all the purple belts. No, I'll, I'll text three of them and be like, "Hey, this D head's getting mouthy. I need some help." And they're gonna, I'm gonna know exactly how mean you are on the mats by their willingness. people are just gonna send it to you. They're gonna be, like, "He's trying, Mason." I would, I wouldn't even talk back, and that's how I'll know you're a jerk on the mat. Sometimes that's how I'll know, Raph. Where are you from? Hold on, I get Mm -hmm. one more. Go ahead, Kev. Go ahead. Do we lose? Where am I
2: from? I'm uh, I'm from Fresno, but um, I'm training here in San Jose with uh, under Kyle Terra.
0: Okay, you. I did. I knew about the Kyle Terra part because after watching you fight the second, I was like, "Where's he out of?" Everybody's like, "Kyle Terra." I was like, "Oh, okay, that (laughs) checks out."
2: You know who's really uh, the best at roasting people, which you wouldn't think, but it's Kyle.
1: Fascinating. Uh, Why? Does, yeah. does somebody give him think, a microphone?
0: But, like, How do you hear it?
2: No, just like during class or during training. He's Yeah, he's the best. He's black belt at roasting people for sure.
1: Is he roasting technique? Because that's something I often see with black belts as a usual shit talker in in my lineage i see most people talk shit about the the passing and all of their jujitsu, and that never affects me like i'm always like you have to pick another lane here that's not going to affect me
2: no it's everything he would find your deepest darkest insecurity and then just demolish you <laughs>
1: That's funny. All right. Good to know. And when you say that you're picking on purple belts and below, would you get like a visitor who comes in and they're a brown belt? Do you just look at them and go, OK, I'll let you live. But Anybody below? No,
2: no, 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 no. But just as far as like just as far as like the the shit talking and the hazing and, you know, the lower belts always just get it worse.
1: Oh, all right. Good to know. All right. Uh, Mason, do you have any other further questions for Kevin? Now, mind you, Kevin's already loaded up, and I think you telling him that you're from Fresno might have given him more ammunition than I think is equally fair.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, I got nothing on him. I got, I didn't do my research. Uh, I don't know. I'll take my chances with what I got. All I know is he's a purple belt.
1: All right. I, I was just saying, I know you didn't get the chance to do your, your prelim research, but I always allow the opportunity uh kev do you have one last question for him
0: yeah is there a particular <laughs> loss that eats at you that you think uh ah, that one i should have i i'd want back
2: yeah no the, the craig one's the worst one for sure because it's at adcc it was in it was in the quarterfinals um the next the next match uh he tapped the guy really quick. He's a good guy. Uh, John, John blank. He's, he's a 10th planet black belt.
1: Yeah. Thor. Um,
2: but yeah, Thor, but man, I think that that, especially with the ADCC rule set, I think that was a very winnable match for me as well. Um, and then, and then you put, I'm in the final, you know, against Denise and even rewatching, um, I rewatched this week, some of Denise's matches and he's like, he's really scrappy, Uh, he definitely likes to wrestle and I think that I'm a a little bit better technically wrestling than him Um, so man if you if you go back and score those points for me then I think I had a pretty good shot at actually like for sure making podium uh, but maybe even leaving with the gold medal you know and the ADCC gold medal will change your life so that's definitely the one just everything that was on the line and the fact that um, the fact that you know, I got robbed as well. That, man, that one keeps me up at night
1: for sure. I will tell you this. I was watching the ADCC replay. Were you, or is that happening independent of it? Because reliving a lot of that, I remembered, you know, we were doing a fight companion with that too. And I remember being really excited for your story. And I was like, dude, Craig's a tough match, period. But this will be fun. And it was a very, very close and fun match to watch all around though.
2: Yeah, and also I think that, uh, I mean, Craig was the number one seed in the bracket, and I think all the guys that were in the bracket that year, um, stylistically, he was one of the toughest uh, toughest matches for me. So the fact that I was like that close to pulling that one out, I think it would have, uh, I, I would have had a pretty good shot
0: at-, at actually winning the tournament.
1: Good. All right. I think that's going to take us to the game. Kevin, it's time we transition to the game of Over Under Kevin.
0: Hold on. I don't have the music cued at all, though, Raph. It's not even remotely ready.
1: I literally could not have stalled more for you to have a sound cue ready.
0: But that just wasn't enough (laughs) because the phone nearly died.
1: No! (laughs) There we go. I swear to God, you spent all this time making one goddamn song to be played as a sound cue. And the- Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listen to this part of the show. If you are right now, we're happy. If not, you can fuck off. But here's what we got for you. This is our version of Over Under Kevin. It's a game where we essentially give both participants, Kevin and a guest, today Mason Fowler, the opportunity to pick who they think is going to win in every single fight on the UFC 251 card, a.k.a. Fight Island, the beginning aka covid maybe in 70 percent of the fighters who knows anyway we do the game as follows we give each participant 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win as we pull the fights out of order and whoever gets the most right technically wins however we tend to acknowledge and respect those who talk the most trash do you both understand the rules kevin do you understand the rules
0: I have never once given a flying ADCC about the rules. Prepare to get Craig Jones part two. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh,
1: Mason, do you have a response to that before I go ahead and start giving you time to pick?
2: Um, Man, I hope that I don't get a uh, Craig Jones part two on Saturday because then part three is coming on Sunday. So I only need uh, one part of my Craig Jones series.
1: In one weekend. Fair enough. I guess we'll reveal a little bit more information to him a little bit later. But first, Kevin, you're going to lead us off in a featherweight bout between McQuan Jamiroquai versus Danny Henry. Go. This is an
0: early dose of, hey, how exactly many cards are on the under? (laughs) I'm going to go with Amirikani because of violent tattoos. An oldie but a goodie.
1: Alright, Kevin is going for tattoos on this one. I also like one. that
0: as a band name, Violent Tattoos. I'm
1: gonna, <laughs> Absolutely. Mason, I've got 15 seconds for you. Do you have Merquan or Danny? Go. Um.
2: Yeah, so my pick is Danny Henry, and uh, the reason why is because I cannot pronounce the other guy's name. <laughs> that's
1: it. Technically, not a terrible reason to pick. Uh, we, you know, we just kind of do our best on this show to figure out who's who. And oh, sometimes- he's
0: just picking people that have other uh, tall tale sounding names like Derrick yeah. Henry, John Henry, Mason Fowler. It sounds like somebody that went through some dirt on their way out to <laughs> California. It's a we- I get it. I already hear what he's doing. I understand. That well, basically- sounds like he could be my
2: cousin or something, you know, so I got to go for the guy. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Mason, we're going to keep the momentum going with you. It's a women's bantam wave out between Kale Rosa and Vanessa Mello. Go. Wow. Let's go
2: go Vanessa Mello on this one.
1: Okay. All right. He sounds confident about that one. Kevin, what do you have for us?
0: I actually (laughs) enjoy his choice, too, because Mello's fun (laughs) to scream. But I have got to go. You know I always go with the fighter who's got a little bit more abs. So I'm going mm-hmm. with Rosa. This is a pure um,
1: fighters right. are supposed to have abs All fight. Right. That's a good choice. Thank you very much. All right. Are you starting to notice, though, right now, any fear in Kevin Mason? Do you seem like he's kind of faltering so far in his analysis? Uh,
2: man, honestly, I'm I'm scared. He picked me for submission Underground, so you know he's got good picks. So
0: I'm actually kind of <laughs> nervous for this one.
1: Uh, I should reveal Kevin's normal batting average. But I'd let's be go nervous on.
0: if he was from Stockton, <laughs> I only heard but, one episode. but Fresno, what's he going to do? Come over here, fix my printer? I mean, I'm <laughs> I'm fine.
2: In my defense, I've only heard one show, and he picked right, so he's batting a 1,000 in my eyes.
1: It's fair. The ignorance is the best defense anybody ever has. Anyway, Kevin, you're going to tell us who's going to win a women's flyweight bout between Amanda Rebus weird and page van zandt yeah
0: you know i gotta go even though it's a, a worse record and i oh i can't i gotta go with rebus i was trying to talk myself into van zandt but i can't rebus is a rebus is a killer that one's gonna end early That's my prediction all right mason
1: you got 15 go
2: yeah no i definitely uh i definitely wish that my little boo thing page van Zant, got it done but I think the UFC is setting her up for this one. She was asking for more money, and uh, I think that they want her to to take a loss, and um, I think it's the last fight on her contract, so I got Rebus.
1: Okay, let me ask. Point of clarification here. What did you refer to Paige as?
2: Uh, my little boo thing.
1: Okay. Kevin, can you clarify <laughs> for us what my little boo thing is?
2: No, she's just like my, my celebrity crush, you know. But she's No, no, cool. no I I sir, just gotta, sir, uh, sir. I'm going to keep it on <laughs> Instagram.
1: Mason, Mason, the question press. was addressed to Kevin Phillips. I will come to a rebuttal to you in a moment, but Kevin?
0: I cannot. Okay. Masons are never listening. <laughs> they just always assume you are talking to them.
1: Fair. <laughs> now, let me ask this, though. <laughs> Did he Sorry. pick
0: Rebus? Is that the pick? I should have written it down. Okay, cool. He
1: did pick Rebus. Mason, how long have you had a crush on Paige Van Zandt?
2: Um, Man, I've been following her since she was actually supposed to be on one of the Ultimate Fighter Houses like before she mm-hmm. ever got into the UFC. So it's been a while. Years.
1: Okay. All right. I'm just glad that you were able to pay some respect to Mr. Van Zandt and let him know you wouldn't approach upon that sort of a thing because you are a gentleman. No, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Good man. All right, we're moving on. Bantamweight. This one, Mason, you give us 15 seconds to tell us who is going to win between Davy Grant and Martin Day. Go.
2: I am going to pick... I'll go Davey Grant on this one because I've never seen Martin Day fight.
1: No. Okay. Kevin. Same question, but fifteen seconds to you as well.
0: I lost the lead role in the Goodbye Girl musical my senior <laughs> year to a guy named Tim Day. Yeah. So I know what they're capable of. So I'm I'm gonna go with Mikey Day here and uh, you know, avoid being disappointed and that's a, that's a again. Martin
1: Day. Mikey Day is a Martin on Day, SNL. excuse me, Thank you. excuse me, Martin Day. He was also a part of the Tonight Show, which is why I'm like, why the fuck are we talking about my coworker? Never mind. Anyway, Kevin, you've got a bantamweight that you need to figure out is going to win. Is it Peter Yan or No Way Jose Aldo? Go.
0: I am really struggling with this one, and I think it's because, well, first of all, talk about abs for both fighters. But I'm struggling with, I think, what the idea is of Jose Aldo versus the actuality. I'm going to go with Peter Jan. I, I'm Jan. Jan. Yan.
1: Okay. How about you? I've got to ask you, Mason. Do you believe in Peter Jan, or is it no way Jose? Go.
2: Yeah, I believe uh, I believe in him, but I'm, I'm 50-50 on this fight. But just uh, just to not be on the same team as Kevin, I'm picking Aldo
1: fascinating
0: oh, i don't know that mm. I, I, I hate that i'm jealous of his pick
1: mm. are you already starting to regret it kevin nope we're good okay mason do you think he's regretting it
2: he definitely regrets it you Got can it. hear it in his
1: voice absolutely kevin let's have mason tell us who's going to win between Marcine tabura which sounds like two parts of a bone, Awesome. and Maxim Gershon. That's a fake name. That is a fake. Maxim Gershon is 100% a fake name. Anyway, Mason, 15 seconds. Marcin or Maxim?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Marcin. Uh, I think he's more well-rounded. He had a really good fight with with Derek Lewis a couple years ago, and he has uh, some really good technical grappling and technical striking.
1: can't tell he might have cut out there for a second.
0: It's possible, but bad news for Grishin. Yeah. He's mm. unpictured. He does oh, not no. have a picture. So, it's just Grishin is not enough. The ESPN was like can't get can't get it. Can't do it. It's a week before fight Island. I don't know where he is. Um so I'm going to go with him. I'm going with the unpictured.
1: Fascinating. You back with us, Mason? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay, just sounded like you, you took a little, a little stumble there, and I wasn't sure what happened, but we're glad to have you still. Now, Kevin, you, we're going to keep this party going with you. Ooh, maybe we should mention this to Mason. He brought up earlier about how he might fare against Craig and that he wouldn't want this to be a loss, but maybe you should mention how you did against Craig Jones when he played this game last against you.
0: Well, let's just say Craig knows what it's like for a little taste of his own medicine. I heel hooked that Mofo by predicting oh a scant um 9 of the fights correct and he only had 8. So, suck it. And I called him in that the the Craig leg reaper. In this I called you Fowler hardly knower. Mhm. So maybe the title will be helpful, but just to let you know, I'm 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 taking in some pretty big names over here myself. Or do you feel vindicated that I've beaten your nemesis?
2: No, yeah, we're on the same team. <laughs> At least one of us has a win over him, honestly.
1: <laughs> I would tell you this though: Craig was not happy to lose this, and actually delayed coming back on the show. A couple of weeks because I'm pretty sure he used his aloofness that Craig does to be like, oh, yeah, mate, Um, I'm sorry. I'm feeling under the weather again. And I was like, stop getting sick. You probably started COVID here in the States, among other things.
0: Well, I don't know if that's a fair blame, but. That's what Mason Fowler said, so it is true. into their fights.
1: <laughs> That'll be what we say on Monday. Anyway, welterweight bout. This one has four names, two of which I recognize. But, Kevin, you're going to tell me. Is it Elizu Zaleski Dos Santos versus Muslim Salikov? Kev?
0: yeah. Come on down to Zelensky Auto Parts, <laughs> and that's all I could think about. Plus, you get some good odds. I'm going with Zaleski Dos Santos because he makes car parts for the American working fighter. That's Fair what enough. he is. That's what he cares about, and he's from Brazil, by the way. So it doesn't even make sense. Mason, who do you have in this
1: one? Um. Yeah. I'm gonna.
2: I'm gonna go with Muslim Salikov because he only has two names and I think my man's going to get it done.
1: Mm, so it seems on this one, Kev, that Mason is doing the opposite of the IBJJF where instead of giving you the advantage <laughs> to the person with the most names, he's actually reduced it down to just two. It's like, nah, nah, buddy. I see you with your five names and your hyphen. Get out of here. Goes to the American. Yep. Yup. And I was about to be extremely impressed
0: if um, Mason Fowler didn't have a middle name, but do you? <laughs>
2: yeah. My middle name's Edward.
0: Oh, mm. so <laughs>
2: the widest middle name classic <laughs> three
0: name concern.
2: Yeah. yeah. IBJJF uh, puts my name like in any of my old videos in the database under Mason Edward.
1: Oh, like, that's Man,
2: you have to do me like that.
1: Man, I mean, Mason and Edward, I do like the fact that we were both excited to hear what your middle name was and then both kind of go, oh, that's nice. Yeah, Yeah. that'll work. But I think it got it took a sadder turn when we heard that Flow Grappling is using it against you because we know that they're doing that on purpose. And I'll I'll be sure to put in a formal complaint with them. But Mason, in the meantime, tell us who's going to win the straw weight bout in the women's category between Jessica Andraj and Rose Nama. Junus, go.
2: Yeah, this is a great fight. I mean, the pay-per-view card is so stacked. But um, if you if you rewatch the first fight, Rose was clearly winning until she made the mistake. Uh oh! No. Um, and Andraj knocked her out with that
1: huge slam. So <laughs> uh,
2: I got Rose on this one. If she if she fights smart, um, I think technically she's way better than Andraj.
1: Okay, Kev, did you get all that? Uh, she was winning until she wasn't. Do you agree with that assessment?
0: Uh, I am going to. Well, he's going with Naman Yunus, right? That Mm -hmm. was ultimately. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have to. I don't exactly remember how this fight ended. I just remember feeling like Naman Yunus was probably on the back run. But Vegas agrees with him. I don't.
1: So you're going for Jessica on this one.
0: I'm going with Andrade. And that hurts for the Colorado reasons that you would think. People are going to be like, you're going against Thug Rose? She's taller. She's meaner. It's like,
1: yeah, I know. But gotta. Gotta. (laughs) Well, on this one, Kev, I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock because it's our co-main event. So tell me who you think is going to win between Alexander Volkanovsky and Max Holloway. Go.
0: Um, I'm pretty excited for this fight. I would like to declare that. This is not going to be great. This is like part of my terrible. I can't bet on Max Holloway accurately. I've never been able to. Doesn't matter which fight. I fuck it up. I'm going with Volonovsky and I hope I lose to Fowler because he picked Holloway. I don't give a shit Raph. <laughs> yeah, he Yeah, He
1: has not officially picked Holloway but let's hear if he does. Mason? Yeah, so my pick would be Holloway. It would
2: be. Except I heard him in an interview saying that at the airport, to fly out to Fight Island was the first time that he's seen his coaches since COVID, and he's been doing all of his training on in Zoom classes. Um, Zoom classes are meant for a kid's jujitsu class, not for training for a UFC title fight. Uh, he, he, he was saying he hasn't sparred. I don't know how accurate it is, but uh, if he's telling the truth, then I think Volkanowski is going to beat him again.
1: Oof. I, I have a burn from that hot take, Kev. Have you been taking any Zoom classes and just suddenly feel way less of a purple belt right now, Kevin? Oh my
0: God, no. And wow, is that not going to be helpful for me?
1: <laughs> <I can't. laughs>
0: Zoom jujitsu classes would be, uh, it'd be like, Kevin, what the F are you doing on your carpets? Like, is that not what you said? What was, what was the drill? Oh, shit. Stop drinking a beer. You're embarrassing yourself. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Sorry. Just, now, we might start working on that, Raf. You and I, uh, the Zoom <laughs> jiu-jitsu coach.
1: Uh, well, you know it's weird? Somebody got uh, a belt, and it, it was uh, for a gym that was closed down due to corona. And they were saying, can you believe this? They haven't even trained. They just gave him a belt. I was like, well, you know, there's online belts. Now there's going to be Zoom belts. So, you know, just... Live with that world now, everybody. If you didn't like the Gracies before with the way of them giving uh, promotions online, uh, you're going to love Zoom belts.
2: All the stripes and belts that have been given recently are going to all the people that have continued paying the gym, even though the gym's closed. Like, thanks for the $800 you paid us in the past six months. Here's a belt.
1: I mean, that's essentially attendance. There are some schools that do that sort of a thing. I just know that I have explained to people... And I will continue to explain to people that my promotion status is kind of in the quantum realm right now. And it's probably going to be there for a while. And I told people a long time ago, I was like, once I get to Purple Belt, I'm going to be I'm going to have a long Vegas residency as a Purple Belt. So, you no, know, it's not like I'm looking at Brown Belt anytime soon. Let me go ahead and put this over to you, though, Kevin. Do you feel more concerned about Holloway now just playing video games? And that has been his training.
0: Yeah, that's actually very helpful. And I'm surprised it's the first time he's seen his coaches, because I definitely get some distancing. But it's like, oh, that's right. I guess maybe he hasn't. And the big part of this whole wild card, though, and maybe coaches matter more, maybe they matter less, is the fact that this is happening at this half-baked idea. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: called fight island i don't know does that favor holloway then who knows dude everything's upside down fight island is a unique thing into itself and we are just navigating it all together i would like to say this though we're gonna move on to a flyweight bout and before we do just to let you know mason there are usually there well not usually there are wagers put on this but because we all do jujitsu and you've already spent all of your 10k on cocaine we know uh, we don't put monetary wagers. Kevin, can you give him some example of wagers that have been made on this show before?
0: Yeah, I recently I lost to William Tackett, so I, I am doing a speech, like a hot take on ESPN about how he's actually surpassed Keenan as the greatest youthful grappler talent. Um, and I'm pretty stoked about that. Rumor has it it's why Keenan left the Internet. We'll find out if that's true. And, you know, there's been some t shirt exchanges. Craig Jones still owes us a video explaining that it's called a verbal tap. And he's an expert because sometimes people call it a verbal submission and that really angers us. So we want him to do us a PSA. So it's just a little 20 seconder. Uh, things like that, kind of social media challenges, just posts and um, good natured promo things.
1: So without saying what it is, or badass t it- shirts. Sorry, Raph <laughs> Without saying what it is, do you have a bet in mind? Mason.
2: Sorry, you cut out there for a sec.
1: No problem. I was just saying, without saying what it is, if you do have one in mind, do you have a bet in mind, should you beat Kevin? Um, Between me and him? Yes, it's just between you and him. Now, again, you don't have to say what it is. And if you don't have it right now, don't worry. There's still four more bouts. So I'm going to let you think on that while I go to you real quick and I ask you, who's going to win the slyweight bout between Rupalian Pava or Rulian versus Zaglas Zumiglov, which is kind of like if you put the alphabet in a blender Jesus. and it came out with that. So anyway, Rulian versus Zaglas. That is to you, Mason. Go.
2: Yeah, somehow he came out with two Zs in that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Rowlian,
0: Paiva.
1: Okay. As good a guess as any. Kevin, what do you have for us on this one?
0: You know what? I think it's uh, finally <laughs> time for us to team up on Team Paiva because, if anything, the double Zs is ridiculous. It's like, fix your name. That's a lot of Zs. And doesn't have a picture, by the way. Another unpictured here on the sad ESPN card.
1: Well, Kevin, let's keep this party going. Light heavyweight between Vulcan Osmander versus.
0: No way you're going to say this way. No. No way. Prashka. 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 So I don't understand. Again prashaska's uh, he this must be one of the fights they replaced it obviously is um they love ozomir we all love ozomir he's a very friendly lovable guy that uh usually doesn't win but i think he's going to in this one because he's facing some guy named prashka that they're throwing in that they don't know about
1: fair enough mason who do you have in this one
2: yeah i gotta team up with kevin on this one i got ozomir i think he has more experience he fought for the belt before and uh prashka i think uh I think he's uh, in
1: over his head with this one. Yikes. All right. Uh, We're going where, to the next pack. Oh, where Kevin. are all, all the Saudi
0: them? fighters? I'm just looking for some uh, locals here. Like It's like they didn't even watch Mortal Kombat before they threw this <laughs> whole thing together, Raph.
1: Kev, I think a lot of this is seed of pants because... Don't forget Frankie Edgar was also supposed to be on one of these things too. There's four fights that are happening within the next 30 days here.
0: And you so. saw what
1: it's called, right? Mhm.
0: Yeah, Island. Yeah. Yas yes, Queen. Island. We're yes. headed to Dhabi. It's what it's <laughs> called. Yas
1: Island. So, Mason, you're going to continue this a lightweight bout between Leonardo Santos and Roman Bagalov. Go.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Leonardo Santos on this one. Why? Just because I've never heard of Roman Bogotov.
1: Oh, okay. Well, he hasn't heard of you either, so anyway. This. (laughs) Kev, what do you got for us?
0: Well, Bogotov adds to the growing number of collections that leads me to believe there's going to be a podcast about where all the pictures are for these fights. Mm. Where are all the fighters? It's going to be... I mean, NPR will put it together, I presume, but I also am going to just let it ride with Bogota because I love mm. that name.
1: Fair enough. All right, Kevin, I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock for our main event. Tell me how excited you are about it. Tell me who you think is going to win, and can a Fight Island miracle happen? 30 seconds to you go. No,
0: it effing can't. Enjoy your bad title. Kamara Uzman is about to run through Masvidal. I do not think this is going to be a highly competitive fight, but I will say I love it for this exact reason. If you are going to get the BAMP, which you can still find on ESPN.com for $850, finally shipping. You should step up and fight when they pay you to do so. He's doing so. This is going to be a good one. And they apparently did pay. They did pay. All right. All
1: right. You're you're done. Mason, 30 seconds on the clock for you. You excited about this one? And do you see Masvidal pulling it off?
2: Yeah, this is. This is one of my favorite fights of all time. Uh, Masvidal is one of my, my top favorite fighters to watch. Um, I've been a fan of his for a long time. And though it is going to be a struggle to beat Kamaru Usman on six days notice with his cardio and his power advantage and, and the wrestling advantage, um, I think Mazvidal is going to go in there and fight, find a way to get it done.
1: Now, you say you've been a fan of his for a long time. Does that include the street beef steaks?
2: past that he he actually fought one of my training partners uh, a guy that i was training with in fresno named billy evangelista he fought him in strike force a long time ago and that's when i kind of uh that's when he kind of came onto the scene for me so man it's uh, probably over 10 years i've been watching him
1: is it was it hard to be against him in that fight because obviously you became a fan after it but when you watch somebody did you already have an impressment to what he was doing back then
2: yeah, I mean, since since he's been in uh, Bodog fights and Force and Elite, Elite XC, you can always tell that he's really talented. Um, he has some of the, the sharpest striking in MMA uh, in, in any weight class, and, and he's really fun to watch. And, man, he fights. He, he fights hard.
1: Kev, do you think that he's overplaying this hand on saying that he hasn't been training that much? Do you think that he secretly has been waiting for this to happen because of COVID and he was betting on it? I already got
0: a little nervous hearing Mason's intricate analysis, but I wouldn't put it past Masvidal to have just been like taking this time to tour the Philippines and get into his underground fight ring shape. He's been (laughs) wanting to do it for a while, like a chef that tours. He's thought, where can I get into some street fights for for basically (laughs) 100 U.S.? And I cannot wait to see what all the time he's put into shows us in the cage.
1: Fair enough. All right, Mason, so one of the things that we do in case there is a tie, and you guys have picked a few of them, I have to double-check how it all stacks up here, but if there is a tie, we go to performances of the night and fight of the night. So two individual fighters are singled out for performances of the night, and there is one fight that gets fight of the night. So do you have two performers that you think will get performances of the night and a fight of the night for us?
2: Yeah, let's go... um... Let's go performance of the night, Rebus, uh, performance of the night, Masvidal, and fight of the night, Peter Jan and
0: Jose Alba. Kev? Okay. I am going to easily give fight of the night to Usman Masvidal. That's got to be built into the contract. I'm going to give our first performance of the night – To Andrade, I'm going to double down on that pick. And then I'm going to give the second one to O. Demir because we don't know if he's fighting a real human being.
1: Fair enough. So, Mason, we mentioned earlier that there is usually some kind of wager. So we've given you some time to think about it. Do you have a wager in mind? Should you be the winner?
2: I want to hear. I'm a betting man, so I'm down to. Put a bet on it i want to hear uh see if kevin has any ideas because i nothing comes to mind
1: okay kevin do you have some ideas that you would like to throw at mason absolutely
0: first well hold on didn't we start this it was a uh, 251 shit what was i thinking was going to be the song to this from uh oh oh hold on I, it was a craig jones thing so if i won i was gonna see if i could um talk him into a cheetah uniform
1: mm. okay
0: not not craig's but like a white version or like a tiger something that stands out a little bit but is still exotic I'm not gonna make him look foolish i'm just throwing out ideas
1: fair enough mason does that something you're interested in, or do you have a counter here
2: yeah yeah if you make something and send it to me i'll wear
1: it fair uh okay so then if kevin if you lose then does he send you something like how does that work for him
0: oh yeah shit i forgot about that part so if he wins um let's see i mean we could send him a verbal tab shirt that doesn't sound as fun but i'll take it hey we have an accord (laughs) Wow. So in these uh,
2: in these Corona times, you gotta take whatever you can get, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no shit. Everybody's turned into hunters and gatherers, and it's like you bring me berries in a shirt, and we'll call it even.
2: Yeah, you know, you might run out of toilet paper, so you gotta have some extra stuff here just in
1: case. It's fair enough, but if you put fucking any kind of residue on that fucking shirt, I will I will murk <laughs> you myself, my friend. <laughs> There's not a lot of fighting words things that will ever get me, but if you ever desecrate the verbal tap flag, you and me are throwing down very quickly and very pathetically. I'll tell you that much. I
2: just hope I don't run out of toilet
1: paper, man. I I have put my warning down very well. I
0: don't think I have any more words <laughs> I need I am to say. Appalled. About it. He's such a good American boy until damn uh, it! Yeah. We run into this. And now it's like, oh, I hate him again. Anyway. He's you a crazy he grappling can... fighter. And
1: I guess, Mason, I guess, Mason, are you so they've said in the previous submission on grounds that you guys have to wear rash guards. And I was wondering, is that going to stay in place with Craig? Because by the time you guys were about to do your prom dance, you know, in the stance of uh, a fight pose off, he was already sans rash guard. And it made me think. I was like, I don't know, dude. They might actually yell at Chael to break that rule for just this one time.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got two straight-up man-dimes in the main event. Let us pop the tops. <laughs> Let us pop the tops. We give the people what they want.
0: <laughs> uh, dimes. I know. We finally like, got yeah. it. It was like, what did I No, nothing. That's the best thing anyone said all night. He's
1: in charge now. I'm just going to just going to make sure if we don't own <laughs> mandive.com <the> t- <laughs> that we'll be the, the first hashtag. to go in. Hashtag. Uh, hashtag pop the
2: top. Pop the t- <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, we've always called it ADCC style, but now we may have to change it to pop the top. That might be pretty funny, though. I I will warn you, knowing the Internet, be careful what you wish for with that particular hashtag. Anyway, Mason, we're excited to see you next week on Sunday compete uh, as a sort of thing that we do as a courtesy is we always say, would you be willing to come back next week after the fights and after Submission Underground and we find a time to talk about the fights that happen this weekend? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll set it up. Absolutely. Now, Kevin, do you have any parting words to Mason before he gets on out of here?
0: I absolutely do not. Game respects game. I'm letting the pop the top <laughs> comment just exist, and I'll say thanks for listening.
1: Fair enough. Well, Mason, we're going to let you get on out of here. We thank you for your time today. We look forward to seeing you this weekend. And you know what? Go beat Craig. He's a friend of the show, but you, you go beat him. That's Sucks. You were on the show more recently, so that's who we root for.
2: I'll do it for you guys.
0: <laughs> Mason, thanks for coming on the show.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: And.
1: The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is. Please note, the new number is.